of the same uh, uh, people in each district. That's the that's that's the goal. Yes. Wow. And, so, and, and they uh, also look at communities of interest, compactness, and um, things like that as well. Obviously, you have Santa Cruz, mm -hmm. Los Gatos. So Morgan yes. Hill. Actually, I saw a map. There's a map. There's yes. a map. So There's a map. There is a map. Is that? Can we see that, Neil? Is yep. that is that yep. on there? Yep. There is a map of the district. Whoa. So so basically, it's the Santa Cruz Harbor. So if you live on a boat, you're in the district. If you're not on the boat, then you're you're not in the district. Oh, and really? it takes you all the way north to the county line, so through Santa Cruz, and then it goes through Scotts Valley, San Lorenzo Valley, over the summit, and then it takes in Los Gatos, Montesorino. Oh. Willow Glen, uh, Willow Glen, Cambrian Park, Almond Valley, down to Morgan Hill, and then it pops back down through, cuts right through the forest of Nicene Marks, down back to the harbor. And did I hear you say earlier that no female has ever held this office? So we in Santa Cruz County, we have never elected a woman from Santa Cruz County to an office higher than countywide. So as county clerk, mm -hmm. I was I held a countywide office. But we realize that we have never elected a woman from Santa Cruz County to a state office or federal office. As county clerk, you're in charge of elections. Yep. You've done this for a while. Yes. How many years? I was county. I was the chief elections official for 27 and a half years. County clerk from 2004 to 2020. And as county clerk, I'm also the commissioner of civil marriage. Wow, so you married a bunch of people? Yeah, that was the Office of Love and wow. Politics. It did not get any better than that. So. Neil, you know I, I'm, I'm yeah. ordained now. Yeah. I actually, during okay. COVID, I married three people. Really? It was awesome. I married like 300. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, you yeah, definitely I, outdid I, me. I was None like, of them were me. <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't get me? No? Okay. No, 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 no. Well, and I think I was the only county clerk's office open in the state at one point. So I had people from all over the state of California because, you know, COVID hit and everything shut down and all these couples were planning to get married like that next weekend oh. and all of a sudden everything got canceled right. so i was there for them and set up plexiglass over the weekend we had hand sanitizer an online appointment system every half hour i had people coming in disinfected after each each everybody came in and right, so I, can i just say one thing uh 27 years in charge of elections mm -hmm. what the hell makes you think you're gonna that must have been if you can go through that and smile and yeah. want to keep doing this yeah. i'm proud of you this yeah, is not yeah well, and, and more than that, before I became county clerk, I was I worked in the state assembly, so I could hit the ground running. So I worked for the speaker's office of majority services, where I basically monitored the floor operation, committees, bills going through the process, and managed the budget process. So I could hit the ground running in Sacramento. Thirty-five years total of public service, and I want more. Okay, so I just want to say I'm, I'm, I'm I, well, no, I, I'm a little a, un, uneducated a, about I think, you. I think I, I think politics is an, I think it's an addiction. It, well, it sounds like yeah. an addiction, but I just want to say um, you have some great endorsements. I do. I did a I'm little research on you, so obviously th this is new. Your background is impressive, new to me. And now I understand why some really high-powered people are endorsing you. Um, I'm honored and humbled to have the endorsements the, I have. The, can, yeah. you, can you tell us a few of the, of the Sure. Well, we have uh, U.S. Senator Alex Padilla has okay. endorsed. And Jimmy Panetta. Uh, Jimmy Panetta, Congress member Jimmy Panetta, and Anna Eshoo, um, who is you know, amazing. And both of them are amazing congressional members. And I just uh, got Secretary of State Dr. Shirley Weber last night. I was at a Close the Gap event over in Sacramento, and she's endorsed. And then I've got... The entire county board of supervisors. I've got local officials, elected officials, community members, and I got folks over in Santa Clara County as well. So I've got support on both sides of the. So the district includes Santa Cruz County and then over to Santa Clara County, mm -hmm. and I've got endorsements on both sides. Uh, 
question that I, that I wanted to ask was that you, you're well known here, being in the, in pub, in the public eye, but mm -hmm. not known over the other s on the other side of the hill. Have you have you been able to combat that, or have you be, so a, be, be able to take those people in? Yeah, no. So I'm knocking on doors and I'm going to events and sending out mail and making phone calls and introducing myself to voters. And I, I love going door to door and knocking on doors and talking to people and hearing what their story is and what issues are important to them. And and then I take that. See, and see if she came to the door, I'd, um, I'd answer the door, right? Yeah, for sure. And there's a couple of dudes that have been in politics. They come to my they come to my door. You open the door. You know, well, it, it no. depends. Sometimes there's a kid trying to sell candy, and you're like, "Have you ever oh. had a, someone running for office knock on your door?" Um, I have not. I, actually, I have. Manu came through my, my okay. neighborhood. Okay. Right. He yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Well, I live on the train tracks, yeah, and yeah. that was a big part and of it. He wanted to know what yeah. we thought about it, and, yeah. that, and I gave it to him. But that's what um, yeah. And and knocking on doors, what's the reception of that? It seems a little during COVID a little different. You know, I I knock and I stand back. So I give mm -hmm. them space and some people open the door and want to talk. Some people are say, just leave your literature. I'll look at it later. And hey, what's your, sh what's your stick? When you knock, open the door, guy comes to the door, woman comes to the door. What's, what's your stick? I say, hi, I'm Gail Pellerin. I'm a candidate running for the 28th assembly district. Are you familiar with the race? And do you understand, you know, what the district is now? Right. The lines have changed. And I talked to them. I said, I'd like to hear what your thoughts are about issues impacting you. Can we get back to the job description? Yes, about yeah. yeah. So, about, so, uh, so, so we, we know there's eight. So, so the state legislature in total includes 80 state assembly members and 40 state senators. So Senator John Laird, another mm -hmm. one who's endorsed me, and, and Assemblymember Mark Stone has endorsed me, and Assemblymember Robert Rivas, and and lots of other of our assembly members have endorsed. Um, so, so 120 members total make up the state legislature, but on the assembly side. Um, you have 80, and their job is basically to pass laws impacting the state of California. So, and then they also deal with the budget, and they decide how the budget money is going to be spent. And much of the budget is locked in law, as far as you, a certain percentage has to go to education. And you know, the, the state's right now looking at a very large surplus, and we're very restricted on how we can spend that surplus, and we need to be very cautious and prudent about how we spend that surplus. Mm -hmm. So well, there's some big <coughs> challenges with this state. Absolutely, water, water one of them. Water. Uh, housing, yeah. Mental health, fire. Yeah, fire. Yeah, we yeah. This will be a lightning round. We can mm -hmm. <laughs> name that. Mm -hmm. Name your your crisis issue issue that we have. I can understand, but you're aware of the of the of the stuff. The, the top five things that need to be taken care of here. Are you aware? Of, is it different on the other side of the hill? You know, I mean, as I'm talking to people, it's there's a lot of similarities, and I know that that you know people feel that that summit is that dividing line but there's a lot more that unites us than divides us and so uh, as i'm meeting and talking to voters over in santa clara county their issues as well are housing homelessness uh climate change and um and mental health is an education i mean so they have a lot of the same priorities that we have over here uh, over, over in santa cruz i hear a lot more about sea uh sea level rise and some coastal protection issues and then in Santa Clara County, I also hear a lot more about transportation, uh, although there's plenty of issues here that we're dealing with in transportation mm -hmm. and public safety. And so, you know, it's pretty similar, actually, yeah. very similar. Yeah. And it, it, uh, as you, I'm sure you have other assembly members that are endorsing you and you mm -hmm. talk to them, mm -hmm. uh, their uh, districts have the same challenges? Is that something you can group up and try to help each other with? You know, that's always the plan. You know, you want to work collaboratively, and sometimes you have 
people who are across the aisle. So we have, uh, as somebody who's worked in a nonpartisan office, I've always done very well working with people of all the various d different political parties. So I think if I were to be elected to state assembly, I would be able to work well with the folks who are registered Republican or or independent. Hmm. This, this, this map of this this area you're covering right here, that you have to cover. It seems very. It seems odd that we you, you have to cover areas which are not used. To, you know, that Santa Cruz is here, but Morgan Hill. I mean, when was the last time you were Morgan Hill? Recently? Recently? Well, yeah. No, I get over to Morgan Hill all the time. So and like having, um, to having to manage these areas which, you're which, which are not part of, away from Santa Cruz County, it just, right. seems, it just seems like, do you have time to get a handle on the issues that are in Morgan Hill? Do you have time to get a handle on the issues that are in, that are in Los Gatos or Gil is it Gilroy too? No, no, not Gilroy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those, no. areas too, those areas too. Absolutely. I, and, and I think, you know, every assembly district includes a geographic area that's not just a small area, you know, because so right. they're large. So, uh, and many assembly districts include more than one county. Um, and the 30th district, for example, the one that picks up at the harbor, yeah. goes all the way down to Oceano in San Luis Obispo. It's the coastal district. So it's four wow. hours point to point. So this is actually really manageable. I, I've been driving around the district. It takes me back basically an hour to get to Morgan Hill. And right. uh, it's, it's all very doable. And... You know, like I said, I really enjoy getting out there, talking to people, talking to the city council members. I met with the city manager over in Morgan Hill to, to learn about the issues that are space, that's facing Morgan Hill. And um, just been meeting with different groups and organizations and doing lots of interviews with groups and organizations that are endorsing, like, like you know, PORAC recently did a, an interview. I, I got an interview with um, um, CSEA tomorrow. and. You know, just, yeah, d uh, working with UCSC Democrats, young Democrats. I'm interviewing with them next week. So, yeah, just getting out You're there. Hustling. And, yeah, working it every day, every it's day. It's election time. It's the, mm -hmm. like, uh, it's the, the Super Bowl yeah. of, of political Super careers right yeah. now. Uh, is there life after assembly for you? Is that, <laughs> is, 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 are we... So are you, you going to run for governor? No, uh, no, 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 no. This is a, it's two-year terms, and and you can serve up to twelve years in the state assembly. So that there's term limits. So, um, so yes, I'm interested in running, and interested interested in running for re-election if I were to get elected, and you know, really want to make sure that I'm representing this district well. So we'll have a district office in both counties. We'll make sure we have office hours over in Morgan Hill. So you know, you don't want people to feel neglected. And and as county clerk, I always made it a priority. That to be open, transparent, and to uh, basically operate under a whatever it takes sort of philosophy of public service right. to to meet voters where they are. Mm. And things I did as county clerk, for example, are uh, I I w commissioned a vote mobile. I got a vote mobile that was basically provided voting in neighborhoods, so I could drive it out to the CZU fire ravaged area, and the survivors of the, the fire can come out and get a ballot. I parked it in front of convalescent homes, so the residents could come out and, and get assistance with voting and went to farmers markets and was in South County, the summit, North County, like all over the county, making sure that voting was accessible to people. Right. So, so your daughter, Emily, yes. right, she's one of the, the most memorable, most memorable kids that I coach. And I coach thousands, thousand kids. Soccer, soccer, mm -hmm. Harbor high. This was, this was a Kirby mm -hmm. shoreline. Yeah. Uh, the middle school up there on on Mission Street on Mission Hill. Well, you were a coach. I was a coach, and yeah. she was one of the people that she was lazy. <laughs> ah, 
She might be watching. She That's was fine. Not lazy. <laughs> she was she's, she, she was just preoccupied with her studies. If you want the ball, she could have danced on the soccer ahead. field. <laughs> yeah, she was right. But when I heard that day that you lost your husband mm-hmm. through through sui- through death by suicide. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't, I probably wrote something to you. I don't even remember. But that was. But th- that yeah. was impactful. Yeah. impactful for like what she was going through. I right. mean, imagine what you were going through, what she was going through as a kid. Yeah. And then, and then how have you turned, have you turned that around? How's that, th- how's yeah. that turn? How have you turned that around as a family, as, as you, as she's, right. she endorsed you to go back out and, uh, <laughs> and kick some ass and do, and yeah, she's do this. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it was uh, November 19, 2018 after the November 2018 election. And my husband took his own life. And, um, we were devastated. So my, my daughter um, and my son, they were both, my daughter was actually here because uh, she was going to UC Davis, but the fires were so bad, the air quality was so bad, she actually came over and was staying here. And, um, and I was actually separated from my husband at the time, so we weren't living together. And so we got this horrific news and we ended up having to um, send my sister down to get my son who was at UCLA and get him on the phone so we could let him know what happened. And it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my yeah. life is yeah. to tell my kids that their dad had died by his own hand. Yeah. And um, and I learned a lot about suicide. And um, it's still hard to talk about. I bet. Um, but, you know, what? Um, I did a lot of reading, a lot of studying about it. I had very different ideas about why someone would die this way. And, and I was wrong about it. Uh, it's not... You don't commit suicide. It's the same way you don't commit cancer. Uh, it's it's when people are really struggling with, they have lost hope, they've lost any idea of, of having a better life, and they've lost their fear of death. And they just are in an extremely dark place where they can't see any way out. So, um, so I actually went to hear a speaker early on, and they talked about putting your grief to work. And that really resonated with me, and so I became outspoken. Just, just, just to become busy, just to become busy and keep your mind occupied on other things. No, no. But to, to be, so I became outspoken on suicide awareness and prevention. So I've I've spoke before the board of supervisors. I've spoke publicly through you know media outlets and, and news articles, constantly putting out the suicide hotline. Which thank God we now have a simple number that's coming July 16th. Uh, it's a federal number. It's 988. It's an alternative to 911. So if you're having a mental health crisis, instead of remembering that suicide hotline right. number, you which just is, you know, seven digits or whatever, you know, it's 988 that you can call for 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 a suicide mm. hotline, mental health crisis, and you will get somebody answering your phone. And the whole and this is something that we're trying to work on on the state level, and something I want to be a champion of when I get to Sacramento is to work on mental health issues because. After the last two years we've all had, I think we've all had our own experience with mental health or maybe a loved one has had experience with mental health. And, um, and it's really lacking in, in funding and resources and workforce development. And it, so we have the number, so we got someone to call, but we still need someone to come and somewhere to go. And in Santa Cruz County, we have mobile mental health care. It's called MERT and MERTI. MERTI is for youth and, and mobile emergency response team youth or or without the youth, and um, they will be dispatched, but they have limited hours. So ultimately, we need to collect the data, we need to understand what the needs are, but I see a world where you got 24-7, 365 mobile right. mental health care, right. just like you have mobile emergency care for other issues, 
And then we need to have beds. We need to have places where people can go to get the care and services they need to get better and get back out there and live productive lives. How, how, do, you use, how, do, how do you use his energy every day? I think of him every day, absolutely. Okay. And he would love <laughs> the fact that I'm running for office. Um, he was always very proud of the work I, I did as county clerk, and uh, he would be alongside me working this, and he probably wouldn't walk precincts too well, but uh, but maybe. <laughs> but, you know, definitely connecting me, you know, I mean, and, and he worked in San Jose, so I do have a lot of connections over in San Jose, and I'm very used to going over there, and, and, it, and it brings up a lot of memories driving around and seeing places where we went to dinner or places where we had gatherings for his office or something. You're a very popular county clerk. How, right? You were. I, um, you were a very I, popular county clerk, I think. I, I did, yeah. Right. I like to help people uh, and meet, meet them where they are. Are the jobs similar in any way? Yeah, it's public service. It's basically, um, you know, putting yourself aside and doing what's best for the, the whole and, and working on making people's lives better through, through legislation, through budget allocations, through whatever means we have available, and, and district outreach. So when you have... Uh, you know, I have a friend who um, was uh, had a baby and was trying to get her her uh, disability checked and was waiting for it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And and you could call your state assembly person and they could call and try to expedite payment on these uh, checks that are delayed. So, um, you know, that's the kind of thing I want to do. I want to help people make their lives better by by making those phone calls, by doing whatever it takes to get them the services they need. Individually, so you can call some. Somebody can call you if you mm -hmm. if you're in the state assembly office. Somebody can call you, and, and you can help them with a problem. Yeah, that's what you're. That's your problem solving, creative problem solving. Sometimes for wow. sure. Well, you said yeah. something earlier that um, we we just earlier t discussed mm -hmm. the election a little bit. Uh huh. How it was heated. Yes. This one. And and p and the past oh. presidential we've election. We've had many that were heated. Yes, <laughs> a, a couple in a row. Yeah. But um, you you said to me that it really st struck a chord that you you got some really evil messages and some people that were really upset and you actually called them. Yeah, yeah, that was one thing that was nice about having the voter file because <laughs> if people called and didn't leave their their number, if I had their name, I could look them up. I I, I would drive to people's houses sometimes um, and 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 just understand what's making you so angry. What do you not like about this voting system? What do you think is happening here? Uh, and people who would call and would be angry about whatever we were doing, whatever voting system we were using, I'd invite them in and say, be a part of our team. If you care this much about democracy, I want you on our team. I want you here using your energy and your talents to, to make us better. I mean, that's what's all the collaboration. People, accept that? people accepted your invitation? There were people that accepted my invitation, yeah. I yeah. think that's the best response. Yeah. And yeah. that's the first time I've heard that response yeah. ever. And I watch a lot of different media and uh, information, mm -hmm. and I've never heard anybody say, fight, "If you fight. don't like what's happening, come change it. Yeah, be a part of it. Yeah, and make it better. Right, right. Well, it's just like telling people put the money where your mouth is. Well, yeah. it's just I mean that's the, I mean democracy works best when we involve everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. we can't just be in our own little locked rooms and and with people that think the way we think. We want to have diverse ideas and opinions coming together and get the most creative solutions that that meet the needs of, of most of the people. What's, what's Hopefully change, everybody. What's changed, yeah. <laughs> most ex significant change since you, from now, uh, to the first day that you entered, uh, into politi that you entered politics? Is it, what's the greatest change been? Technology, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I remember, I mean, I was actually working in the state assembly when they were 
converting when they were uh, adding computers. You know, and at the time when that you long ago? Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> and and if you wanted to do an amendment to the to a bill, it was all it had to be in writing and typed up. And I remember being in a senator's office and they were cutting and pasting words and taping them on a, a piece of paper. And um, yeah, technology has certainly improved our, our efficiency improved, and our ability it, to get things done quickly. Yeah. Would you be uh, if you win this election, obviously you resign as county county. I already retired. I oh, you retired. So, so, yeah. okay. so this is something I plan for. So I've been working with local women's groups. Uh, one was called Breaking the Glass Ballot, and we worked closely with Close the Gap. And I'm a Close the Gap recruit, which is a statewide organization trying to get um, equity in, in the state legislature to make sure we have equal representation. And um, so we were having forums about encouraging women to run for office, and we realized that we had never elected a woman from Santa Cruz County to an office higher than countywide. And so I went out trying to recruit women. And as I talked to them, it would kept coming back to, well, what about you? And then I talked to another woman and she said, no, I'm not interested, but what about you? So I thought, okay, what about me? I guess I'm in a good position to do this. And uh, I can't you know, encourage other people to do something I'm not willing <coughs> to do myself. Right. So I thought, all right, I'm gonna step in and lean in and do this. So. Uh, I retired from county clerk in December 2020. Got it. And and what it allowed me to do was really get uh, take some time to do things that I care deeply about. So I joined the NAMI board, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. I've been working with Girls Inc., which is a wonderful organization helping girls find paths to success through, through healthcare and education uh, that are, are eight age eight to 16. And then working with Cabrillo College as well, this women's educational success group that provides emergency grants to students when they're basically at risk of dropping out because they don't have enough money to pay for books or pay for rent or whatever. So, so there's only 24 hours in a day. I was going to just right? say, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, I, she's exhausting me. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you are on a mission. Right. You know, I think we can make the world a better place, you know, and I think there's so many great organizations out there doing such important work, and, uh, you know, I want to be a part of that. I want to help, and... Um, and so, so I've been doing that work, and then in January 2024, I mean, I'm sorry, January 2022, I talked to Mark Stone about, hey, I'm going to set up a committee, and I'm going to get a website domain and some photos taken, and, and I'm going to be ready to launch a website in mid-March after filing close for 2022, because I didn't want anyone to think I was running against him. And so I started my campaign committee for 2024. I, I loaned it $7,500, and you know, hired a consultant to help me do a website and what's the website? Uh, Gail Pellerin for assembly dot com. That's right here. Yeah, right there. Very Gail right Pellerin. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and so then and then of course on March 11th I learned that was a deadline for filing and I learned that Mark Stone was not going to be running for re-election. So I thought, well, I guess we're gonna. Did you call him? Shift this into high gear and step up and do it. So did you I, call him? He called. He called did me. He? Yeah. Yes. No wonder you have such powerful endorsements, because obviously uh, your motivation is pretty pure. I think. Yeah. You know, I feel like you, you've put your time in. You've proven that you do this for the right reasons. Um, and is it a two-year? Is it a four-year? Six-year? It's a two-year two term. Twelve-year. You can serve up to twelve years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, is, are you long-term in this assembly? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in it to win it too. Yeah. That's amazing. I wouldn't want to go up against a TC. Will there be a debate? Do you, do you debate for assembly? We, we have had candidate forums. The other people running are, are, are very civil and nice and have, you know, in great experience in different areas. And I do feel like I'm the most qualified with 35 years of public service at 
in the state assembly and at the county level and so I feel like I have the edge there. The, the Mercury News mm -hmm. endorsed me. The Santa Cruz Sentinel endorsed me. Should Thank you very much for those. Should, should we take this moment and endorse uh, the can't? Well, uh, we do you think we, we should? should? The off the radio <laughs> show officially. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll endorse. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got it. it. Yeah. Right. Well done. I'll add it to the website tonight. Yeah, yeah but add it to <laughs> the <laughs> website. <laughs> well, I, I like the fact Sentinel given. I get that. Yeah. When you get the Mercury. Yeah. That is a giant demographic. For the territory that you were saying earlier mm -hmm. is like, how do you relate to these people? Right. Well, that's their media outlet. Right, right. Well, and, and I think, and what the Mercury said about me, which I was very proud and honored and humbled to, to read and see, was that my my dedication to mental health, to, to making things better here in the state of California, also the work I've done in voting rights, and, you know, <laughs> democracy is is at risk right now, not only in the area of voting rights, but women's reproductive rights, LGBTQ plus rights. You know, I mean, things are going haywire. I mean, the, the, the horrific, horrific incident that happened in Texas today was just, I you, mean, this, you, is, this, has got, this has got to stop. You, you know? told us earlier you cried today. I broke down in tears. I'm going to probably cry now. I mean, just. Um, it's okay. I mean, so many children just are not going home and going to bed tonight no. because some crazy 18-year-old had a gun that should have never had a weapon. And the thing is, we can prevent this. We can fix this. We just need to have badass leadership to do make some very difficult decisions to basically make guns not as accessible as they are to people. And, and like we talked earlier today, you know, last week with the incident in Buffalo, we knew when we saw that incident and read about it, we we all felt well, well, it goes there, back there's to another it one. It goes back to Sandy Hook. And there's going to yeah, be another one. It goes one, way back. And there's going to be another one. Right. I mean, this is not going to end until we really get strong leadership to put an end to this insanity. It's tough, you know. And I, I have a thing with like when children are involved, it's just gut wrenching, you know. It's because uh, you're a parent. Mm -hmm. I'm a parent. You're a parent. Yep. Um, if I fell over today, you know, but if my kids fell over, they have so much more. Mm -hmm. And those poor kids have a future that they will not see, you know, and that's so tough. Um, yeah, but you can, you can only deal with what you have. You can only deal with what's here. I know, I know. And, and, yeah. and, and, and the advice that Mark Stone gave me <laughs> on day one was focus on the things I can control. Right. And, can, and there's a lot happening in this election, and there's things coming in from people, and people could be so unkind. And um, and I can't control that. You but know, that, I, I got to focus on what you talk about de democracy becoming a problem. Yes. Or we're yeah. losing it. De democracy is, be is becoming unkind. Yeah. Instead of being, hey, you vote this way. I vote right. that way. And we shake each other's mm -hmm. hands. Right. Yeah. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, right? it doesn't we happen. Shake yeah. Hands. No. Now it's a pissing match. Yeah. We got pissing match with with with. With with multimillionaires like we had last week. No, right? for sure. Well, and we it's won't. We're not going to talk about the yeah. the D campaign here. But I will say one thing. I asked um, Mark uh, Miller, right? Was that but Mark? But Mark? No, no, Mark. Oh, Mark Mercedes, yeah. Yeah, and I asked him. I said, "If you lose, will you lose graciously?" He said, "Because yeah. I think that's what we've lost in politics." I want to have a unity party after the June seventh election. You know, come to sit by my fire pit, have a beer, a glass of wine. You know, I love a shot of fireball. And, <laughs> you know, let's just find, let's out. be humans 
acting human and right. be compassionate, be kind, be respectful, be civil. You know, I mean, that's where we need to get. It, it kind of goes back to um, what coach youth sports after the match, after the game, after yeah. the contest, you walk down, you shake hands yeah. and say good game. We used to play rugby. We yeah. play when we played rugby. I played rugby. You yeah. beat the shit out of the guy yeah, in front of you. You shake your hand and you go down the pub. Right. And you share a couple of beers with him. I, I that was f- that was it. Yeah. The politics. It's lost a little bit of that. It's, it's gone. You know? it's, it's, there's a lot of hatred. There's a lot of division. There's a lot of my way or the highway, and that's not a path forward. That's not. That's not a world that. We can sustain it's and going live back in it's going back to the, It's going back to the days of Henry VIII when he just beheads somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? You just check off of their head. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's, we're going back to, you know, the, this way, way back well, in it's history. Ca- it's similar to what you were just saying about, you know, uh, women's rights, uh, election, uh, 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 what's going on in government is like if in your heart you know something's right, but you can't vote because your party says no. And I feel like that's what we've lost in America. Mm-hmm. I always say vote for what's good for your grandkids. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like we're missing a lot of that now. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the, uh, the problem in America. It's not vote for what's best for your grandkids anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and our grandkids are worried about what kind of planet we're going to leave them. You know, and there's things we could do. We're in, is it, climate change is an existential crisis. We need to do a really aggressive action now in the next few years to turn to either to stop the carbon emissions, to stop the greenhouse gas emissions, and to turn our planet around so we do can pass on a healthy <coughs> planet to our, our, our grandchildren. There's a, there's, a, there's a radio show talk host down the street that just claims it's a cycle. You know, and I'm like, wow, Dude. this is a long cycle. You know, this no, yeah, it's, it's not. I mean, you know, climate change is real. The science definitely supports that. And, um, yeah, and, and, and jo- you know, Senator John Laird is a leader in this area. Mark Stone is, has been a leader in this area, and, and they're doing some aggressive bills this year to basically, you know, make California continue to be a leader and take the urgent action we need to take. And, and even in reproductive rights, everyone's like, oh, we live in California, we're good. We're not good. You know, there's actually 13 bills going through right now that would um, basically make it rock solid here in California because things can change in an instant. You know, depend and, and your vote matters. I mean, look at how important your vote is. Right. You know, and how what kind of ramifications it has. Maybe not right in that election year, but maybe four years down the road, ten years down the road. You know, twenty five years down the road. You know, you're seeing the results of people who chose to stay home and not vote in elections. Do you think the technology? You talked about you, th- you answered that question earlier. Technology, mm-hmm. but it also. Uh, what's losing kindness? Mm-hmm. Do you think back in the days where you cut and those guys were in those offices and they cut and pasting <laughs> and stuff like that? Mm. They were kind of like it was. There was even if you were in the opposing party, it was a group. Yeah. It was. It wasn't so Zoom meetings and right. and so you're doing you're doing stuff from home and there's no uh, there's no uh, camaraderie right. anymore. Right. In politics. Right. Where you can just you know you just mouth off. I mean, TC and I did a couple of shows in Measure D. If he says something or I say something, it's we just. Get, I'm sure if you say something, you yeah. just get blasted. Yeah, yeah. I was threatened a couple of times. <laughs> All I said is I wanted a garage door I could ride my bike out onto the train tracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I live on the train tracks, I was like, and I literally was threatened over it. I was like, okay, I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. What do we need to change? So what do we need to change in Santa Cruz? This is, this is your town. I know we're gonna, I'm leaving out, obviously, mm-hmm. the other part of here. What, yeah. do, what do you need to change here? Well, you know, I, I definitely want to work toward getting those mental health services. You know, the state basically 
kind of wiped their hands of it and turned it down to the the local government so our local governments have been struggling trying to to develop mental health services so uh that's now changing and i think getting them the resources they need education you know uh, california is currently at the bottom third of per people spending on education and and that's the great equalizer if we can get all of our children well-educated, you know, do early childhood education, do transitional education, invest in youth early and make sure they have the mental health care services they need and catch things and screen them early. You know, that's going to make a world of difference. And with this new budget, with the surplus, we're going to see California's per people spending go up to the top 10 and it's about time. Well, I think that's needs to happen. You know, California is one of the biggest countries in the world. Mm-hmm. And Fifth largest economy. Yeah, yeah. And to see us struggle mm-hmm. with mental health, mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me so sad yeah. because I feel like that is one of our largest problems. It yeah. contributes to so much. It contributes to what has been happening in these terrible, violent situations. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of it is mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I applaud yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and you, you experience this mm-hmm. more than probably anybody mm-hmm. can ever relate to. And uh, I'm I, honestly, Neil. I'm surprised you're still like so motivated and so gun ho. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's, no. to me, that's a, such a testament of your ability to do this job. I care deeply about making sure people have all the tools they need to thrive. Hmm. So, and I believe we can do that. Well, you know, I, I believe we can end homelessness. I believe that getting the money into the right hands to spend it the correct ways we can change people's lives. Do you have the money for that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, th- I mean, with the surplus, I think that you know we gotta be careful with the surplus. We gotta, we gotta. Res- some goes to education. Some, by law, will go back to taxpayers, and um, and then some will also, um, you know, I mean, what we have to do is make sure some will go to a rainy day fund, but we also need to make sure that we're spending money. Uh, not on long-term, pro- you know, like basically one-time projects. Like what can we do? How, how can we get the most bang for our buck this one time? Because I worked in Sacramento when we had tough budget years and uh, I was working there when people, we didn't get paid for three months. And, um, you know, so those days are real and those can come again. So we need to be fiscally prudent. The homelessness situation, is that that 40 services trying to, the the money's going to 40 different services? Well, well, currently there's nine state departments that that administer 41 different homeless programs. And so I don't see that as being real efficient. So I like Exactly. So how can we make that more efficient? So, you know, if I get elected, I'm going to be looking at that and finding a way to consolidate and making those programs more more efficient and more um, responsive to the folks who are implementing them on the ground. I kind of picture Gavin Newsom with that budget, kind of like drunk at 2 in the morning at Taco (laughs) Bell. (laughs) You know, and he's like, I got the budget. Yeah, I got the budget. (laughs) Let's buy some tacos. But... would mental health and homeless be your, I mean, obviously we have environmental water uh-huh. issues stuff, yeah. but that would be one of your, like, strong suits if you're De- in the definitely, assembly? Definitely, definitely. And, and, and more than that, too, is the housing shortage. So we live in this beautiful community where we have people who are teachers and first responders and, and, and maybe even primary care physicians can no longer afford to purchase a home in this area. So if we're going to have a community where people are going to be working we also need to have a community where people can live and afford to live. So, so that's there's big, so much work we need to do on affordable housing. And and Santa Cruz County is really turning uh, and doing some great work in that area right now. They are? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I feel like it's um, being able to save enough money 
to get housing because well, that's what that's, they say. Yeah, that's housing. like the they ADU. Yeah. I know. I know. There's a push right now to make a ADUs easier and the permitting process easier. Yeah. Because I think there's not more dirt, but there's tons of empty bedrooms. Right, and that's you like know. Project Home Key was taking vacant uh, hotel rooms and converting mm-hmm. them to temporary housing for homeless. So that that's a great program, and and I think we need to build. We need to be smart about where we're building. We need to build, and um, uh, we need to do infill development. We need to do it near transit hubs, and we need to be smart about density. We need to be working with local governments to make sure that this works with the community. But everybody needs to step in and do their share. You know, this isn't something that we can point at. Well, that community's got to do it. I'm, I'm not doing it. You know, so we got to be working together. So you're a busy girl. What kind of fun are you have? You got to be having some fun. I, mean, <laughs> I went for a lovely <laughs> walk on West Cliff today. I have okay. an adorable dog yeah. named Darwin, who well, we haven't even yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. yet. Darwin. Oh, right. Darwin's famous. I got blow up Instagram. Emily, you're not lazy. You were just. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I need to correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> you were just. You took your time. Did you get a text message just now? No, but okay. she's funny. Like, <laughs> ah, she's that, oh, that coach is a bastard. <laughs> but no, she took her time. And she, but yeah. she's one of the people that stood out for me. Yeah. So Darwin is your dog. Darwin is my dog. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was born on the one year anniversary of my husband's death. Mm. And I was not planning on getting a puppy, but uh, it just so happened I got a puppy. And that was, and um, so I picked him up January 2020. So, and then of course I was like, well, I got a puppy now. So he went to work with me. And um, so, he was in the office and then of course COVID hit and everything shut down and then we found a way to stay open and Darwin continued to come to work with me. It was like Darwin and me in the county building and a few yeah. other people, everyone else is pretty much working remotely or doing the thing about county workers. I mean, they are incredible folks that they also, as a county worker, you are a disaster service worker. So as a county worker, you could get reassigned and there were so many people who were working around the clock in you know, emergency services in homeless shelters at hotels and and just really, you know, taking time away from their own family and taking care of their own needs and serving the people in this county. So I just want to do a shout out to Santa Cruz County uh, employees. They're incredible. Well, you um, also are like the expert at marrying people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was mar- I was actually married at the county. How many yeah. You're also too. How many people you married? though, TC? I've married three. Three. I'm ordained uh, uh, back of Rolling Stone magazine. There's yeah. an ad you can get. But yeah. um, I was actually married at the county building. Yeah. Um, is that where you were doing yeah, those? When did you get married? 1989. Okay. Or 19. No, no, no. I take back. 87. 87. Okay. So that was probably a, a judge. that. It was a judge. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. So, so, yeah, I, uh, I w- when I became county clerk and we started doing weddings and uh, the judges were like, OK, good. You do weddings. We're out. So um, and we did a lot of creative things around wedding weddings. We did Valentine's Day weddings. We did uh, free weddings in the park, working with our parks department. And um, and then when when same sex marriage was legalized the first time, we pulled out all the stops. We were working with out in our faith and had tons of people who came and helped and volunteered and were checking people in and issuing licenses. And we had three simultaneous weddings going on every half hour with all these or uh, ordained volunteers that were coming and conducting weddings and it was really it was like the best day of my career it was Mm. just so exciting we had you know rainbow roses and cupcakes and (laughs) and and everybody had this amazing story about being together for so many decades you know Mm -hmm. we've been Mm -hmm. together 40 years you know uh it's just incredible and just the love just the love that that you felt you know from the minute we opened our doors until we all collapsed at the end of the day i mean it was just such a beautiful day so it kills me i have a gay daughter who's married uh-huh. 
it kills me to think that that is something a right that could be taken away exactly because it's based on the same privacy rules as roe v wade so that's yeah. th that's on on the chopping block contraceptions on the chopping block uh, uh interracial marriages are on the chopping block so you know it's like we're we're, we're, we're going back in time instead of moving right. forward right. and so we really need to we need to fight we need to get it's, out there and it's crazy to me that honestly yeah makes me want to march yeah because yeah. that is crazy to me it's unbelievable. And so imagine, and this is basically the first time our highest court is going to take the right of a group of people and take it away. Yeah. I mean, that has never, ever before happened, you know? And Well, Clarence Thomas's wife is running that shit uh, now, you know? Like, she's in charge. It's so, so infuriating. Ginny. Ginny. Yeah. Ginny. yeah. Is she <laughs> watching? <laughs> watching? Are yeah. you watching? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. DC's coming to get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, honestly, I, I feel so um, uh, we've worked way too hard as a country mm -hmm. to, to uh, enable people to have these rights. And then take them and away. And to take them away is barbaric. So um, I, I vote. Yeah. yeah. That I think that if you're watching, you can never complain unless you vote. Right. And right. So, and that's uh, another great equalizer. Yeah. Right. Because you know, your vote counts as equal as, you know, Gavin Newsom. Right. I mean, right. you know, uh, uh, a homeless person who gets out there and vote, and I, I worked with our homeless encampments. I go used to go out there and register voters and make sure they had um, access to voting. And uh, we parked our vote mobile over at Housing Matters one day and, and made sure people got out there to vote. Uh, it's the great equalizer. Your count, your vote counts equally it, it, to every other person. And you if know? you think it doesn't, it does. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And we go and you know, and Trisha Weber, our new county clerk. I mean, she's just a rock star, and she's. Working, I know her and her team are working, working hard, making sure June seventh comes off without a flaw. Right, mm. amazing. Um, I just wanted to, while we had a chance, to put it's this back about, up. Talk about our social media stuff. Yeah, the website, it's right, the website your social media. Um, you can see that, folks, right there. Website is what? It, it's Gail Pellerin for Assembly, all spelled out, dot com. And you're and, on Facebook? And I'm on Facebook. And we did some great uh, videos, too, Kay. working with uh, a local videographer. And yeah, you did do some good videos. Yeah, they were good. They are really very well video. done. Yeah, yeah, they're great. And uh, I think we are even on commercial. We even paid for commercials on TV. So Kay. I haven't seen it myself. I hate, I hate watching myself. Yeah, I know. I hate it, listening we, to myself. We, yeah. But um, yeah, we're, we're the mom the momentum is building. There's a lot of excitement around this, and and even like uh, the day that I announced that I was running, uh, one of the first jobs was to call all the local all the elected officials in the district and let them know I'm running and could I get their endorsement. And I started calling the elected officials over in Santa Clara County, and I realized there's great assembly members and great senators in Santa Clara County. They're all men. There's not a single woman representing Santa Clara County at the state level. Uh, Congress, Anna Eshoo, awesome. Zoe Lofgren, incredible. Right. Yes, there's great women representing uh, Santa Clara County at the, the federal level, but the state level, nothing. not so a one. That's Santa Cruz County as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So this is a big first for you. Yes, yeah, we're going mean, to shatter this glass ceiling. Wow, so sure. the, the party's yeah. going to be huge. Yeah. Um, I think we've officially endorsed Gail. Well, right? the party's so, not yeah. going to be till November. So, so, the, right. so here's how things work. So, the yeah. top two vote getters, June seventh, will go on to the runoff in mm -hmm. November. Got uh, it. And it doesn't matter what political party. So, so I'm on the ballot with with two other Democrats and another and a, a Republican. So, the top two vote getters will go on to November. So, um, yeah, this isn't over June June seventh. But I am going to spend June eighth in my pajamas. All day. Well, I also Atta feel girl. like it's yeah. going to be really <laughs> tough for wh whoever opponent you have to check your credibility. 
and your history and your dedication to the community. You know, like, what are they going to say? They can't. Well, and, they can and make that, stuff up. People well, do it all the time. I'm just saying, you know, uh, so you know you're the, the proof, is, deceit, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Um, I wish you the best with this Thank project. You. Mm -hmm. And I really hope and uh, know that you can make a change in this. Thank so, you. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I promise I will work hard. I will never lose sight of the fact I work for you. She did an interview in a skate shop. She did. And, uh, Neil, I just <laughs> wanted to mention something. I think this is our first endorsement. Uh, yeah, we haven't endorsed We've anybody. We've never right. endorsed no. Never. Never. Okay, uh -uh. No. so we'll put you at the top of the list. And, yeah, we and, never and have. We have literally had everybody on here. <laughs> Even Jimmy, we just, Jimmy, <laughs> yeah, we don't show you, Jimmy. And Jimmy's like a friend. Like yeah. Jimmy, yeah. we hug Jimmy when we see him. Yeah. We don't endorse Jimmy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. But Maybe you should. Well, we no, we, we <laughs> try to be not... Um, Switzerland. Yes, we try to be a yeah, little Switzerland yeah. as, a, as, as, you know, the media. Right. right. Um, but I, I know that you'll do a great job. Thank you. And congrats to... Your uh, long history of being involved in our community, supporting the community, because um, I think that's we need more of that, mm -hmm. and that's why you are our choice. Thank you. Yeah, and I gotta say, yeah. she got my she got my vote because of her daughter. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're the you're coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This number's Emily Chaffin endorsement. Goes the a long way. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, can you plug your social media and website again? So yeah, Gail Pellerin for Assembly.com. We are on Twitter. And we are on uh, Facebook, and I think we do some Instagram too. But uh, I haven't done TikTok yet. I need to. I need to get into the TikTok area and well, do, do some dancing and singing, right? And you said uh, if somebody has a question or, or uh, a concern, uh -huh. you will communicate. Yes. Yeah. So so they can email me. Uh, so so the, it's Gail Pellerin for Assembly. So if you just do Gail at Gail Pellerin for Assembly .com, it will go to me. That one says info. Info goes to the campaign, and then they oh. send it to me. Okay. But if you just change info to Gail, mm -hmm. it goes to me. I appreciate that because I've um, I've made a few messages to local politicians, mm -hmm. and it's so refreshing to get a response. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. You know what? So that's great. Make a cup of tea to come to your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, actually, if you have a fireball. Oh, yeah. shot a fireball? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Gail, come on over. Like, I'll talk like to you. It's like Christmas in your mouth. It's the best stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this, she got 310 stars. Wow. She got stars? Okay. 310 I stars? Don't I don't know what that means either, but um, we, don't know. we, you know, we're a small show, so if you commented or uh, sent us uh, a question, we apologize for not getting back to you on that. But anybody who tuned in on Santa Cruz Waves, thank you. T Fox, right, Neil? Yep. T Fox lets us use this great platform. Um, you can catch us on any podcast. We'll be on YouTube tomorrow. Uh, just Google Off the Lip Radio Show. You can see all of our great shows. Oh, nice. Joint Chiefs. Friday nights. I got it on my calendar. That's my birthday, by the way. Is it June yeah, 3rd? June 3rd. I'm yes, sure it is. June birthday, too. June 24th. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. We'll toast a little fireball shot that right. night. Well, yeah. Gail, congratulations. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you so uh, much. You're a good fighter, and I hope that you succeed. We wish you the best. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. We do. The Off Lip Radio Show is endorsing Gail. So the 28th sure Assembly vote. District. Vote that yeah. ballot or vote in person. Our first endorsement. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> okay, everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. Have a great night. And uh, most importantly, please vote. Please vote. Next week is the... Uh
Oh, the this the yeah the 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 sex podcast show. Oh boy, my wife loves that one. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. We're talking sex. <laughs> Good night. That's great. I love it. This shameless.